Good evening, everybody. I'm Mark. And I'm Britton. And today we are going to continue our Harry Potter saga. Uh, I'm forcing Britton to watch all the Harry Potter movies against yeah, his yeah, will. Yeah, thanks. And, uh, and see what his reaction is to, uh, to these movies. Um, I am sitting in uh, while we're watching as like the designated... Uh, guy who knows like everything about Harry Potter. Yeah, the designated like fanboy and uh, and and the layman. Yeah, and whenever he has questions, I just kind of answer him. But uh, well, we also have some extra special stuff. But let's just get started and jump right on in. So, uh, Britain, uh, why don't you tell us what happened in this movie, Harry Potter Two, uh, the you know, Lost in New York or whatever it was, <laughs> Chamber of Secrets? Uh, I'll, I'll do my best. It, it, it I. I we chose the extended edition, so there is a lot of... It, it was nearly a three-hour movie. Yeah, and the funny thing is, I've this is my first time seeing the extended edition, but I couldn't tell you what specifically was added. There were things I was like, I bet you they added this, but I couldn't tell you otherwise. Like, yeah, this just feels like the normal length of the movie. Everything yeah, kind of goes as is. The Quidditch match was a half hour longer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the funny thing is, I was sitting there, I was like, well, they might have been able to cut the Quidditch. I was like, no, it's actually... Uh, it's important for the plot because he breaks his arm there and you yeah, know, he needs it. Yeah. So anyway, just just tell us briefly, very briefly, less than two minutes. <laughs> Thank you, Beavis. In less than two <laughs> minutes or so. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, the movie kind of takes place not, you know, the next year after the first movie. Mm -hmm, so two. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Harry Potter is, is in his, uh, in the house. And he's still living with the, the awful family he was at before, but now he's not living in a closet. But now, uh, Good for him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, now he's uh, now he has his own room. He's in Dudley's second room. Yeah, his second room. And uh, meanwhile, while he's there, he gets visited by something called a house elf, mm -hmm. uh, which is pretty much a slave. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's just... Uh, someone who, someone with whom you could just beat the shit out of when you're angry. Mm -hmm. uh, that's that's kind of what I gleaned from the Harry Potter universe. Re, uh, uh, you know the the relationship they have with these creatures. They also clean and do stuff like that. They do like house stuff. Yeah, but I, I didn't see any of that. I just saw yeah. the beatings. Now, although I guess you could never ask them to do laundry, and laundry is a pain in the ass. That's the one thing that they couldn't do. Oh, you you can ask him to do laundry. You just I'm not tell presenting to... you with these clothes. You just wash them. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. You just these aren't yours. These are mine. One of them falls out of the dryer and lands on his foot. Oh, that counts. That counts. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't stop it. Nope, nope. Counts for me. Technicalities. Vroom, 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 vroom. <laughs> like the you can you can have as many house elves as you want, but it's really really hard to pin them down in a contract. <laughs> But like, go on. Like it's, uh, excuse me. Ew. What? <laughs> oh, go ahead. Uh, so, uh, the uh, the house elf you know, is get doing some shenanigans in order to get Harry Potter not to go to Hogwarts, and it fails because uh, Ron Weasley and the Weasley twins break him out, <laughs> and uh, then they basically go to Hogwarts for the next year. Some. Things happen along the way. The, they can't get to the, the train, so they have yeah. to fly a magic car. Yep. Um, and then it's just them going through their year for, you know, the first act or so. And it becomes pretty much a, a whodunit murder mystery mm -hmm. uh, with magic. And everyone's, you know, all these people are getting petrified. Yeah, literally. Uh, yeah. 
Like, um, not dead yet. They're not being killed. Like, they, they held off on a darkness until book, book four was the bridge in between, yeah. like, light-hearted, like, oh, everyone's just petrified, Harry Potter, and, yeah, these fucking people are dead. They're not coming back, Harry yeah. Potter. And, uh, yeah, the people show up petrified. Meanwhile, there's this, uh, this, this other guy, the this celebrity that shows up that, uh, sells a bunch of books. What's his name? Gilderoy Lockhart. And, uh, he, he's full of shit. Everyone knows he's full of shit. And, uh, he presents himself as a, as this hero person. But it turns out he's just uh, a shyster who erases everyone's memories. Mm -hmm. Uh, when, when they see that he's not really a real hero. Like, it, to me, he's a character that I just, I, I really- It's you. I, yeah, I really enjoy uh, this character. This person is you. I mean, I'm not as much of a shyster, but, you know, if the shoe fits- You're not as much as a shyster, but you are definitely equally as flamboyant. If the wand fits. Oh, wait, no, that doesn't count, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, from, from there, there was, like, just a, a bunch of, uh, from there, it was just a series of- can you know bridge bridging scenes that that eventually get us to the end? Mm -hmm. uh, I know there was a subplot where they might have thought it was uh, Hagrid, uh, so they stuffed him in jail for a you know as a precaution. Uh, there was and uh, that, spiders, that's yeah, yeah, there was spiders that wanted to eat them, and that that's really the only other. Uh, or oh yeah, Hermione gets frozen. Spoilers. <gasps> so uh, yeah, so there's. Uh, as as I was just saying before, like a lot of the scenes, um, they do kind of connect one. Like they just learn a little bit with each thing that they try. Like oh, polyjuice potion. Which, yeah. This can turn us into uh, whoever we want by just taking a sample of their hair. Yeah. And uh, and we get to turn into them for an hour. So they do that and they learn basic, you know, just very basic stuff until they slowly piece together mm -hmm. what's going on to the end. Turn Hermione into a furry for a little while. Yeah, she put a cat thing in there and yeah. uh, that, that was that was her bad. Yeah, that, uh... She looked like Michael Jackson from the Thriller video in the beginning when he was the uh, the cat werewolf thing. I, I see it. I see it a little bit. She looked like, I don't know, she didn't look like anyone out of cats, but she looked looked like something from the 80s that I can't really remember or I'm forcing to for myself to forget. <laughs> So it's like Rum Tum Hermione. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, then it gets to, uh, the end, uh, where they go into aforementioned, the titular chamber itself, mm -hmm. and, uh, Tom Riddle is there, and throughout the, the movie that, uh, they, they've been looking through his diary, and, uh, it turns out that Tom Riddle is indeed, dun-dun-dun! Voldemort. No. The very, yeah. The very same. The very same. <laughs> yeah. And I think we're going to be seeing a theme in these Harry Bo Potter movies. You don't say. <laughs> I think Voldemort's going to be having a bigger character, uh, yeah, is going to have a, a very important character in this series. So, like, movie one, wow, what was it? Voldemort is on the back of this teacher's head. It's Voldemort all along. Oh. Okay, book two. What's that about in movie two? Oh, yeah. where's his diary by Tom Riddle? Well, that's not Voldemort. It's Voldemort. Oh! Son of a bitch. Bamboozled again. <laughs> like, this is like, technically Harry's third encounter with the guy. Yeah. You know, like, and every single time he's come out on top. So, like, Voldemort's either ridiculously... I think he overcomplicates his plans. Yeah, he, he, he's, he's like a... 
he's like a magic-based Bond villain. Like, why doesn't he just, like, you know, why didn't he just uh, fly his wraith form, you know, to, to, like, Harry's front porch or something, just wait for him to walk outside and then just, like, run him over in a uh, car? Like, he, he could have saved himself so much trouble by giving a homeless person a tenor and saying, beat, the, beat up this baby. <laughs> They're just leaving it on the doorstep that's perfect for yeah. you to get to him. And, and you know what? You, you you don't compromise the wizarding world in any way, and it, and it stimulates the economy. <laughs> like, it's getting money in, uh, you know, moving around. Yeah. Like, I, uh, I will say that um, this is uh, also, this is probably one of my least favorite of the Harry Potter movies uh, in general. I mean, it's not bad. It's fine. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's just it's it's just fine. It's uh, I did like it better than the first one. Hmm. The it 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 moved on from uh, having to introduce a bunch of the characters and can focus a little bit more on d delivering story. I guess that's fair. The first one, most of the story is just wow. Look at the school. Look how cool the school yeah. is. Here's Quidditch. Wow. <laughs> Like, it's not really moving any plot forward because there isn't a plot until, like, the end. Yeah. Like, they throw, like, oh, by the way, I was doing all this all the time. Oh. Yeah. Oh, and one plot point is that, uh, you know, Ron breaks his wand and tapes it together. So every time he casts something, it, it backfires onto him. And we we kept on saying, as we were, we were watching. watching, like, like, Harry, isn't Harry rich? Didn't, like, in the first movie, he <laughs> opened a vault filled with gold? It's like it was—it was a pain in the ass for him to get to the bank. Yeah. It's like, oh, Haggard's gotta take me, and that guy's kind of weird. So. Right. Like maybe, or maybe it's just the whole, uh, the whole magicking world economy is just in the toilet. Like, yeah, Harry Potter is a billionaire, but when it costs thirty billion dollars for a roll of toilet paper, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it it doesn't really amount to much. Like, I I, I want to say that I don't know if. Any of his friends know that he's like super rich, but I mean, it wouldn't be too hard for him to do endorsement deals, like, like going to Subway or something. Like, I always eat uh, a foot long. They don't know. They don't know who he is in Subway. That's like, fair. like from what we this guy? like from what we gathered. Broadway. Uh, yeah, there there is a just a a, a magicking analog to everything that is in the Muggle world, except for pens, apparently. Yeah, no, they just use quill pens for some reason. Yeah, it's... Nice aesthetic, but it's kind of stupid. It, 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 like, the entire wizarding world is is stuck in the Victorian era. And, uh, actually, I, I like to think that Harry will be, you know, could look at a broom and be like, you know, like, I ride the Nimbus 2000, yeah. you know, and then, you know, they, they do it for endorsements. Like, alright, fine, we're gonna, you know, like, we'll give you guys, like, uh, I'll get, we'll give you 30 million galleons to say, Oh, I, you know, I, I ride Nimbus 2000 <laughs> when I play Quidditch, like, meh, 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 Our shells will be through the roof, see? We'll, <laughs> we'll have plenty of shells with this potter kid, see? I, I, here, here's just a thing I, I, I'm thinking. You know, Harry Potter could just take the, the money, you know, the pure gold galleons that he has, uh, you know, sitting in that vault in, in wherever the hell it is, and live like a king in the muggle world. Yeah, that's, I mean, what I wonder is, like, can a bank do, like, uh, transaction, you know, in between? Oh, it, it, oh you just want to melt it down to... Yeah, like, I, oh. I just imagine, alright, I have these gold, okay, 
uh, gold buying place. I have these gold coins. You don't. It doesn't matter where they're from. You don't believe it anyway. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I want to sell them. Okay. Here's you know. All right, yeah, like he could just do a little bit at a time to feed his habit, you know, just go from one gold buying place to another and just, uh, mm -hmm. until he's like, all right, well, every couple of months I just go sell some of this gold. I have plenty of it. It's going to last yeah. me my whole life. And, uh, you'll be set. You know, rather than you know, struggle in the, uh, second bedroom of his cousin, <laughs> uh, living with the family that hates him. Like... I, I do- I know that later on in the series, uh, actually I don't know if they specifically mention it in the movie. Um, actually I don't think they do at all, but, uh, in the book, uh, yeah. you find that, uh, Harry is, like, living with his- his shitty uncle and aunt because, uh, like, there's a- there's a- there's a protection spell, basically, <clears throat> while he's there. Right so around that, the family? Yeah, so that if- as long as he's in their care, or in the house, like, he's not in any danger. Um, of course, if Dobby just snuck in and wanted to kill him, I guess he could have done that. Yeah, so. he did. He, he could have. Yeah. Like, it's... I mean, that should have been something that Lucius did, like, go into that, that twat Harry Potter's house and murder the little bugger. Oh, I can't murder ha Okay, I have to. But he has so many shocks. Yes, yes, yes. Just, just slit his throat. That would be a dark beginning to the story. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Potter. Do I know you? And then that's it. <laughs> we, we win. Uh, Evil rules. Uh, here, here, here's the here's a question I have for you. Had he not handed the book to Dobby, like, what do you think Lucius would have done when he just opened the book and saw a sock? <laughs> like, ugh, ew. it's covered in. Like, you know that, like, Harry Potter just got out of a major it's battle. It's still wet. Like, it's still wet. <laughs> yeah, like, he was he was walking through corpses at the bottom of that chamber. Like, he, he, like, he's, like, he's covered in filth. That sock is not fresh. Yeah, no, not at all. Like, oh, what is, you know what? I'm glad I murdered that kid. <laughs> he, he tried to, like, as soon as he gave Dobby the sock, he did try to use the, the uh, one of the... Avada Kedavra. Yeah, he did try and murder Harry Potter. Like, which is kind of funny, like, on school grounds. Um, <laughs> Outside of Dumbledore's office. Like, Dumbledore could still hear him, and he was like, not my problem. <laughs> Oh, I just pour the phoenix on him again. <laughs> like, it's, it's... To me, I always thought Avada Kedavra was basically just Abracadaver. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Like, okay, that, you know, it, it, it's silly and funny. Um, actually, this is the first time I was watching this, uh, when I was watching this movie. It was the first time uh, that I got a little joke, which is, uh... I never really liked, because at the end, like, Harry says, Oh, Dumbledore is still A-OK -okay by me. Yeah. And here comes the phoenix carrying the fucking sorting hat. And it's like, Okay, you couldn't have brought anything better. Yeah. Um, to fight a giant snake. And he reaches in, he pulls the, um, the, the sword out and ends yeah. up killing the basilisk. And I'm like, Oh, I get it. He, it's a magic act. He's pulling something out of his hat. Ah. It's basically like pulling a rabbit out of your hat. I'm like, Oh. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> I... I, I didn't know it was a sorting hat. I thought it was just a random hat he found because the hat, the sorting hat, didn't talk. It just kind of dropped there like a floppy lump. I only talk when I'm inside the the walls of the castle. Like down here, I'm not allowed to talk. I, I'm just a hat then. 
he once he gets outside like the special bounds of the magic place, like he loses, he becomes inanimate. Yeah, he's like when Pee Wee Herman leaves his house and all of his magical talking furniture just <laughs> turns into regular furniture because there's no more carbon monoxide in the air. Then <laughs> that's dark. What? Uh, there's enough oxygen that he, he doesn't die, but it does cause an awful lot of hallucinations. I always thought that Pee Wee Herman was just a magic guy, that wherever he was around, magic happened, so... I, I always thought he was supposed to be a, a big kid yeah. uh, with an imagination. His, but he's kind of a... I, I like... Maybe he's in the Harry Potter universe. Maybe he doesn't... He was rejected by Hogwarts, but his imagination is still, like, producing magic. I, I, I imagine uh, it's a prison... Uh, it, like he's in Azkaban right now, but they they the the playhouse is a prison of their own, uh, uh, meant to to keep him occupied so he doesn't escape. Like when he flies out on his bike at the end of every episode, it's like basically in this courtyard that's buried like deep inside Azkaban yeah. prison. Like he can ride his bike for miles and never reach the end of it. Like he, he's pretty much just riding in place whenever he rides that thing. It's, I like to think it's just enchanted. It's like an enchanted yeah. thing that has no ending, but to... It's almost like a TARDIS. Like, to them, you know, at the Azkaban, it's like just one single cell. <laughs> yeah. And... And the, 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 the character of Pee Wee Herman is also a spell, because he, he's probably... Like, he, he's like the Vlad Tepish <laughs> of the uh, of the wizarding world. Like, the, uh, the Vlad the Impaler. Uh, go on. And, like, there, there are just... Uh, genocide after genocide in you know in his past, and you know just make and the only solution they had since every time they tried to lock him up he would get out with no with no problems he he doesn't even need a wand to, mm -hmm. to cast a spell, and uh, so yeah they just made this made this uh this uh, you know infinite prison for him and uh, made him a bit daffy brained. Like, I, I like to think it's something similar, uh, except he's always been Daffy Brain, but oh, yeah? like, but locked in this mind of this childlike man, he is the world's, he is just the world's most powerful wizard, but he, you know, because he's so childlike, like, he clearly can't control it, so they lock him in the one place, if, if they just left him on the streets, like, there would be chaos, the yeah. wizarding world would be exposed to everybody, yeah. and it would start a bloody war. <laughs> So they have to lock him in here. I, I I imagine it's a case where it's kind of like Split, where uh, there's a bunch of personalities, mm -hmm. uh, and I imagine amongst this personality, these personalities is the most powerful wizard to have ever lived. <laughs> uh, but the ki the child personality is dominant. Okay. So so long as he's in a room that uh, <laughs> that distracts him as a child as long as he's in the playhouse yeah and the, in playhouse surrounding areas the, the wizard is could never come forward like it, like it really makes more the more and more sense the more you think about it like his connect the dots thing yeah you know? like he is just inundated with childlike stuff to keep him basically tame and uh and all the special guests are just the different uh, orderlies. Yeah, they uh, yeah. they come in uh, like the king of cartoons is just yeah. the guy who just comes in and all right, we're gonna show you a film strip, Pee Wee, and he's terrified. Oh yeah, yeah but that's why they have Dracula there to do it. Well, they, it's uh, because every, you know, they only come in once he starts uh, getting bored mm -hmm. with with the current toys he has. So it's like, oh shit! All right, well, uh, okay, Gary, you go in there and show him a cartoon. All right, uh, all right, uh, Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> Just right. pretend you're a cowboy. 
I, I like to believe it is actually legitimately Blackula, who uh, who <laughs> who they get as a king of cartoons. Yeah, because it's the same actor. So yeah, you know, But I also think that one of these personalities inside Pee Wee is actually Voldemort. <laughs> like hey. he is Voldemort, just doesn't know it. That's how they keep him at bay. So, like, Pee-wee was, what, the last Horcrux? Uh, Pee-wee, no, Pee-wee is actually, like, Voldemort, it's just, uh, like... Wait, you think it's like a Sephiroth scenario where, uh, you know, like, this, the guy's kind of going around acting like Sephiroth, but he's not the real Sephiroth that's underground? I think that when they, when, you know, they, they got rid of Voldemort, like, he didn't really get killed, he was just captured and put yeah. in his infinite prison, but... He has so many different personalities that, you know, in order to keep him tame, they do this. And he, one day, just gets bored after six <laughs> seasons, and that's why he keeps on coming back to the world. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Gotta keep on capturing this bastard and put him... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, <but I> can... <laughs> <laughs> The oh. king of cartoons! Oh good, let's see what cartoons we have today. <laughs> Phew, that was a close one. Oh, jeez. He nearly, he nearly exploded through the magic barrier. Uh, listen, Mr. Mr. Yulo, you, you gotta, you gotta be better at, uh, gotta be quicker at what you do. Look, I, I, there's no point in me coming if I, if she can't play the trumpet to announce me. <laughs> no, we gotta get rid of Dixie, she is... Wasting too much time. Yeah, that's why she's not in past season one. Because yeah, there was nearly the, uh, <laughs> the nearly an incident. And that's why they replaced him with like an like another powerful you know being. <laughs> like we got to find some way to contain this guy. It's, but it does that does make me wonder, like, who would win in a fight between Dracula and Voldemort? Hmm. Like Dracula is an immortal being, and. I, I, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Voldemort because Dracula has too many weaknesses. He, I guess, I guess he could, what, do an expecto patron, patronum and just have there be enough light to burn him? Or just blast him with a light spell. Lumos! Uh, ah! Gee, some, or yeah, man, that, hmm, he can't be Blackula though, because he keeps, he comes out in the day. But it's the the prison that they they do. It's a uh, fake daylight. That, okay, I'll accept that. Like all Voldemort has to do is find another wand and put them together to make a cross, and there you go. He wins. Yeah. Or, or or eat garlic. Yeah, yeah. Like Voldemort doesn't really have many weaknesses. Like he just uh, like yeah, he keeps on getting bested by a kid, <laughs> but like it's his like weak form like he's just a he's just a wraith uh, or or maybe it's a case where you know how like Harry Potter has a few of uh, the powers of Voldemort because of the spell mm -hmm. maybe a little bit Harry Potter got inside Voldemort so. and uh that's that's the dominant personality that makes him <laughs> that uh th that's the reason he's not uh He's childlike. That's, yeah. that's the Pee-wee personality. It's his, uh, yeah. the baby, like, young version of him that hasn't really grown up all the way. Yep. Merged with this powerful lunatic. And, you know, for, for a long time, it worked. Yeah. No, it did, they did a, a good job for a good amount of time, but, uh, you know, towards the end, the, the seasons just weren't as good. He was yeah. just getting bored. And, he, he, you could tell he was getting strung out. Yeah, so... And then, you know, there was that incident in the movie theater, so... Yeah, that was, uh... That wasn't, uh, the kid. <laughs> that was no longer the kid. 
That was one of the splinter personalities that we don't see a lot yeah. of. <laughs> that wasn't Voldemort either. Yeah, that was with someone different. It was just a guy named Paul. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we've 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 kind of talked a lot about uh, the Harry Potter movie, and yeah. you know, gave our you know our reviews of it and everything. This isn't my least favorite. I don't think. I don't. I, I think part six is my least favorite. Uh, in both books and uh, movie terms, but I don't know. We'll see. I'm gonna. No, I'll, I'll take your word for it. But uh, three is my favorite, so I can't wait to see it. Oh, uh, with uh, three used to be serious yeah, black. Three used to be my least favorite, um, and it's actually grown on me so much that I'm like, wow, this is this is actually probably my favorite one now. So huh. you're gonna hate it at first, and yeah, then, probably, uh, and then never watch it again. So you won't oh, be yeah. able to re-experience the joy. But anyway, we have to continue our saga. We we went a little far with Pee Wee. But now we have to know, year two, Yeah. Ernest goes to Hogwarts. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, when last we left off with Ernest, uh, he had, uh, spit a bunch of ink on, uh, Snape. Snape. And, was there anything else we had him do? Uh, basically just Ernest stuff, yeah. but I imagine that the Polyjuice Potion oh, is when man. he starts turning into the different- Yeah, the anti-Nedna. Yeah. <laughs> Mm, I, I haven't seen this much magic in one room since my honeymoon. That's right, we're gonna go in here, we're gonna find that air of Slytherin. And they're sitting there like, he hasn't even drank in the polyjuice potion yet. <laughs> we don't know what he's doing. He's a sick man. <laughs> and he's like, one of them says aviator. Yeah. Like, <laughs> with his uh, thing, his scarf flapping in the wind. <laughs> that air of Slytherin has nothing against the royal infantry. Yay. You guys hear voices? <laughs> oh no. I, I, I keep on hearing him going down the hall. It's like, I want to he hear Ernest do the partial tongue. Know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, like, it's, it's kind of funny because there there's not a whole lot of Snape in this movie. Yeah, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of teachers in general. Very, you know, a very ki kid-heavy uh, uh, movie, which yeah. uh, kind of makes it not very interesting uh, for for Ernest because it's always Ernest is always good partnered against a straight person. Well, I would like to see him like kind of going against. First of all, there's two scenes I was as I was watching. I was like, this yeah. might be kind of fun to see him going against the giant spider. Yeah. Like that would be that would be interesting because that would I almost feel like that's something that could happen in the Uranus universe. I, I yeah, and like he he's talking. I, I imagine uh, it's right after they get done talking to the spider and they're getting surrounded, and it's just one of those scenarios where he's he's just overly confident. Like he has a lot of <laughs> he has too much bravado. Yeah. This is not the first time I have dealt with this many spiders. He's thrown up his sleeves. Yeah. Uh, my great-grandpappy had a, uh, spider boxing tournament back in 1933, and, uh, he taught me a few- I don't know who I'm becoming, by the way. <laughs> like, so, you wanna get rough, huh, Pilla? Well, I've got just a thing. He pulls out a can of rage and starts spraying it at all the different spiders. Watch is that. This is my magic weapon. Kill spiders dead on the first try. <laughs> Let's try it out here. <laughs> 
And then the big spider gets up and like you know, he's spraying all the other spiders and Ron is trying to run away and he's yeah. he's 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 getting it you know getting it well the you know he jumps into the car the car comes to save him he's like Ernest hurry up and we look and he's completely wrapped cocoon. up yeah in a cocoon. And Ron drives off. No, I imagine that. Uh, I imagine that like Ron. Somehow they, they don't they they kind of blah 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 over it. But yeah. like as he's driving off, you just see Ernest's cocoon legs sticking out the back of the trunk. <laughs> I, I I just or out the back window. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta make a left on here. You gotta nope. Not, not, or his his legs are inside, but his head's sticking out. <laughs> and that's he sees everything that's going on. He sees all like the spiders are crawling all over the car, they're trying to drag him back out. <laughs> And then they uh they go get back onto the whomping willow that just beats that focuses only on him, <laughs> just beats the shit out of him. And it's, it, you know, of course it's earnest, so it doesn't really do much damage, just <laughs> 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 Put him up. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Just like after after it uh, whomps the shit out of him. Yeah. Like you know, again, like the car's driving around, leaves him off. Oh, we finally got out. We we're lucky to get out of that one, Ernest. And they look over, and he's just like covered in soot and mud, and yeah. just falls over. I gave that tree what for? <laughs> now he'll think twice before messing with Ernest P. <sighs> <laughs> Actually, I think that the the Whomping Willow is where uh, the, the troll was buried under. Because <laughs> there are trolls in Ernest's uh, universe. Oh, that's right. They are. There, there are, are. And there's trolls in the Harry Potter universe. It, it's a different... It, they're, they're different species, there's, I think we determined. Oh, that's right. That's right. We went into that. Um, but, yeah, there are... like he, Ernest would fit into the... The, the the Harry Potter universe very easily. Yeah, just oh no, the troll's gotten out. I got this. <laughs> troll, <laughs> troll, huh? You're not the first troll I put down. It was an ugly little sucker, but I got rid of him. Yes, siri Bob. I pushed. And I just oh, they don't splat him, but yeah, they just, hammer him into the ground. Like I imagine it's it's just one stiff punch to the head that just makes him stop dead. I imagine it, imagine it's kind of. Like that, it's just right on top of the head. Yeah, and either he like gets drilled into the ground, or he's just a head on top of feet for a little bit, I, and just walking around. I, I imagine what it is. It's he's he's talking as he's walking in the room uh, to take care of the troll, and he, the troll gives one stiff punch down to the head, and he just turns around and walks back out, <laughs> like uh, Grandpa Simpson in the uh, broth or, or in the, uh, the burlesque house. The burlesque house, and he shuts the door. Well, uh... uh negotiations <laughs> fell through, fellas. So, uh, time to bring out the big guns, eh? And he faints. <laughs> yep, just collapses, yep. like, face first. Uh, and also I was thinking, like, there, you know... Yeah. I, I kind of want to see him, uh, <laughs> fighting, like, you know, a giant snake or something, you know, but, uh... uh I also kind of want to see him just do, like, 
the kind of the more goofy stuff that we see like in, in part two. Like I want to see him get petrified for a few minutes or something like that. Like I know Harry doesn't get petrified. Yeah. Or yeah, uh, I I I want him to get petrified and get better. Or I I want I want one of the friends to get petrified and then Ernest just uses him as a hat rack. Like, it's not going to be the emotional scene like when Rimjob yeah. gets uh, petrified. I, like, I, I wanted to, like, at first he's scared or sad, like, Hermione, you got to be, this can't be the end. He's trying to give CPR and everything yeah. or, or, like, you know, and, and trying to, like, he's, he pulls out, like, a doctor's thing, a stethoscope and, like, starts <laughs> listening, like, ugh, oh, it's not looking good. But, I yeah. haven't seen someone look this near death since my wedding night. <laughs> And, you know, towards, the, like, then, like, the next time we see her, like, she's frozen with, like, her hands and her yeah. legs up like a cockroach. And he just comes in and hangs his hat on top yeah. of her. Yeah, hold on to this, Germani. <laughs> or just a, well, Phyllis, I think it's time. And he takes it off and puts it on. <laughs> I think it's time for us to, uh, to go down there and teach that basically to his boss. Yeah, now, does he put it on her head or her, uh, her, her, arm. her, her arm? And it kind of spins around a little yeah. bit before. <laughs> yes. And then, uh, hmm, how, how does he fight the basilisk? Uh, actually, how, well, how would Harry do it? He... He stabbed it stabbed in the... Stabbed in the, in the, in the, I guess, the roof of the mouth. Yeah. And, uh, really, the, the phoenix did most of the help, yeah. you know? Phoenix did everything. It scratched his eyes out and gave him a sword. Like, yeah. how much help, more help did, did Harry need? So, if that's the case, what, what, what's the phoenix gonna bring Ernest? Hmm. <laughs> I almost want to say the double bologna sandwich from before, <laughs> but I think it should be something uh, like Miak. A mop. Hmm. That does he does he fly it? Is that is that yes! what he flies? Yes. He puts the mop on and flies around, and he can't control it. It's, yeah. <laughs> I, I imagine the mop's wet, so it's just bottom heavy. That's and, why. And I also imagine that. Because uh, Quidditch would be so much funnier with him oh my God. flying on a mop. Yeah, like all the all the slithering get mopped in the face. But he, he pulls out the mop and he, again, he can't really control it. But what happens is the, the basilisk is like chasing him around the room until yeah. it accidentally gets tied up. And, and that's what kills it. It like, can't move anymore. It's tied in a knot and dies. <laughs> Double Windsor. <laughs> and he, he spins the mop around. <laughs> That's what I call one clean sweep. <laughs> and Tom Riddle is, of course, beside himself. Yeah, like, <laughs> I can't. Like, why won't you just die? Okay, he, uh, he, he does have the wand, though. Uh, not, not, not Ernest. Uh, Tom Riddle. Yeah. So, uh, can the memory of Tom Riddle cast spells? I imagine if he did, he would have. Yeah, it can only write. Yeah. It can only write his name. And so... <laughs> it's like, Alright, now let's, uh... Now that your snake's gone, let's see who's the real tough guy. And it's gotta be an accident. Like, he accidentally knocks the book into the water and it drowns. Uh, I, I, I imagine how it ends is Ernest takes a quill and starts having, you know, writing in the book, having Tom Riddle do stupid things. <laughs> Tom Riddle puts the wand down and backs away. Oh, no, stop. <laughs> Tom Riddle is now wearing a tutu. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> no! I'm a very powerful wizard. Do 
Tom Riddle starts dancing the Nutcracker. Very gracefully, I might add. And does the whole music with his mouth. (laughs) 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 And eventually, Tom Riddle just ends himself. He's just, all right, that's it. Like he pu- he pulls the basilisk uh, tooth out and does himself in. It's it's the only way that he can cope. Or or does he like force the basilisk eye open and look straight into it? <laughs> he's as he's spinning around doing the ballet, he just grabs the basilisk eyes and just ah, just oh <sighs> oh oh now this book's useless. <laughs> Tom Riddle comes back to life. <laughs> no! <laughs> now, this is a little bit of spoilers for no, you. Uh, and for, okay. And uh, for, I, I was I, I oh, wasn't done with that. Oh, but. okay. Keep going. Keep going. By all yeah, means, because I imagine it would just go from there. <sighs> Tom, could you get me a Budweiser? No. Tom <laughs> Riddle goes <laughs> to the fridge and gets Ernest a Budweiser. I imagine Tom Riddle lives. Like in you know, with Harry for the rest of the time, and every now and again he tries to get the book, but yeah. <laughs> you gotta be a little quicker than that to get the drop on old Ernest. Just for that, Tom Riddle, and he just keeps on adding like the most ridiculous stuff. Tom Riddle digs a hole to China. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Riddle cuts off his left toe. Oh, gee, and it's like becomes a jigsaw thing. Yeah, <laughs> ah, the toe grows back, oh. but crooked. <laughs> Ernest is a bit of a monster. <laughs> this is why he... That, that was that little bit yep, of Voldemort they yep, got yep. in. <laughs> There's still a little bit of Voldemort in Ernest. <laughs> eh, it's the simple things in life. <laughs> ah, and he's just like... Imagine he's like laying back on a lawn chair while Tom Riddle is yeah. like fanning him with a giant feather. <laughs> hmm. Tom Riddle kisses Ernest. <laughs> No! No, 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 mm. Mm. Tom Riddle means it when he kisses <laughs> Ernest. <laughs> like, it's kind of weird because, like, that part of him that's cruel is basically being cruel to himself yeah. at that point. Like, he, he, he's, he's not doing it because he it's cruel to him. He's doing it because, you know, Tom doesn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the part, that the mean streak inside of him, yeah. that's, that's still Tom Riddle, you know? Yeah, it, it's, yeah. It, it's like a snake eating itself. Uh, but uh, I actually was uh, going to say that there's a little bit of a spoiler in here that the um, the book doo, 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 <laughs> is uh, actually one of the Horcruxes. Ah. Uh, we find out later on. That's why I had his uh, memory in it. And that's why, you know, basilisk fangs apparently kill Horcruxes. Or, I didn't know that. So, yeah. So that's a spoiler. You won't have left to look forward to. No. Um, so yeah, that, uh, like, man, we got really dark with Ernest, like, <laughs> Ernest is, uh, you know, like, a, a bit of a monster. At this oh, yeah. But it's, it's funny because, like, now he's, you know, he makes Tom Riddle dress in just, uh, like, I, I'm trying to think of something that's just really silly for him to dress in, <laughs> like, um, like Homer Simpson's Moo Moo or something like that. <laughs> Tom Riddle punches Dobby. <laughs> Oh, 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 Dobby deserved that, sir. Tom Riddle kisses Dobby. <laughs> He's yeah. just a, he, he just doesn't know what to do with yeah, all this. Yeah, like, he, he has 
he has the power to control every aspect of the one of the most powerful wizards <laughs> ever born, and does you know uses it to play pranks. Yeah, he's just he he's basically like a child playing with a doll at yeah. this point. Um, that's the only way that makes it like somewhat innocent. Yeah, because it's like he's just he doesn't really know too much about what he's doing. No, he doesn't know who he doesn't know what a Voldemort is. <laughs> like, hey, what is that a fungus? I had Voldemort once, but I took some penicillin, and it cleared up within three to six weeks. You have to take an oatmeal bath, though. <laughs> I had to bathe myself in tomato. Or was that the skunk? Ah, nah, it was one of them. Like, uh, I imagine... Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> so what if... Like, you know, Tom Riddle's getting uh, hard to write, so I'm going to rename you. Tom Riddle's new name is Vern. <laughs> and that is why Vern is always the one who gets like the brunt of his his uh his yeah. deeds. And uh it's it also explains like why he doesn't talk a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like and uh yeah, it also explains the why a he hates Ernest and b why he can never uh uh, <laughs> uh, uh rid himself. Or no, why he can't yeah, and all that too, but I uh, can't reciprocate or uh, uh, or or can't attack him. Like the only movie that has Vern in it is uh, Ernest Saves Christmas. Uh, did wasn't Vern in Doctor Otto von Schnick? I'm not sure. Um, I know for a fact that Vern was in Ernest Saves Christmas, but we don't see him. Yeah, and he's just trying to move a Christmas tree into this guy's house, yeah. and he doesn't want him in there, which is funny. It's it, it's a very funny part of the movie to me. Was Vern in that? Batshit insane Ernest show. He might have been because Vern started out being in the commercials. Yeah. Um, so he it is very likely that if everyone else was in a show, there's got to be an episode where he refers to Vern, uh, who is off, you know, always unseen. Yeah. Um, and he, you know, and it's in at least one of the movies. So it would make it a lot funnier if Vern is Voldemort. Would it be funnier if Vern is Voldemort or Vern is Snape? Hmm. No, it's got to be got to be Voldemort or yeah. Tom Riddle Voldemort. You know, <laughs> like the most powerful wizard in the world. Like this is a living hell for yeah. for for Voldemort. Like basically playing second fiddle to this buffoon. Yeah, who who just makes me dress and act like an asshole. Yeah, like it is it is a living hell. Like he actually starts regretting his evil deeds. <laughs> like, that's one thing Harry never does. Like, never, by the end of the series, does Voldemort sit down and say, maybe um. I was the wrong, in the wrong <laughs> with the whole genocide thing. Maybe I was the bad guy here. But being Vern for 50 years, <laughs> he's starting to rethink things now. Uh, he, he's... It, it, he, he, Ernest accomplished what no other powerful <laughs> wizard could do without using magic. Like, and the funny thing is, this is the second movie in a row that we've done this, and the second movie where he succeeds despite yeah. being almost 100% non-magical. I know. Almost. Almost. He like can I ride the broom. <laughs> and he, he did get that ham sandwich from the mirror last time. <laughs> but that the mirror is magic. He's yeah, not. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, the fact that he can change into different people, at first you'd be like, well, that he's got to use magic. Nope, yeah. polyjuice potion. Yeah, that's true. He is a non-magical being who's, in our versions, has twice beaten Voldemort. <laughs> Without, with, uh, bar with barely lifting a finger. And the, the beauty of it is, like, 
my gosh, I would watch this movie. It would be so funny. It would be so well done. Like, this is so stupid. Yeah. But, like, all the people who, who, who don't like Harry Potter, I think, could get on board with this parody of Harry Potter. I, w I would like to think so. And we were discussing the other day that... Uh, you know, we think John Cena could pull off a, an earnest. He might be able to pull off a good earnest, like, yeah. Because he's got I, that dopey, you know, face. Yeah, I think he has He has a very similar uh, uh, earnest face. I would like, not say to his face that he had a dopey face. Uh, yeah, oh, no, because he'll beat the shit out of yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, he'll try. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I would, I would get my ass kicked. But, uh, uh, but he's he's actually slowly, like, starting to be being in more things that I actually uh, like him in. Um, yeah. I liked him in... The only good Transformers movie, Bumblebee. Yeah, um, he, he had was, a very bit part, but he was he was did, good. Yeah, it? he was good. Uh, he was uh, Peacemaker, I think, in the um, the new Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, yeah, yeah, I think it's I think it's, that's who he was, uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah, um, and I thought he was very good in it, uh, and that's all. That's all I've seen him in. I think I, I haven't and now seen Ernest. him. In, I haven't seen him in much, but I, I would like to 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 see him give Ernest a try. The big. You know the big cat, the the big elephant in the room is Ernest is going to be this big buff muscular guy. Uh, you know how they use like CGI to make some people like more buff or heavy. Yeah, like they can do the opposite. They can skinny him a little. Like how much money are they going to be spending on an Ernest movie? Uh, if they're getting John Cena, then they better they better put some money into it. I, I guess. Now the big question is uh, John Cena. You know, is a wrestler. Um, yeah. Can. Like so, he's very, he can be very expressive and showman and over the yeah. top. But can he be as rubbery as Jim Varney was as Ernest, like a rubbery <sighs> face? Uh, that that is a that's very tough. Uh, he might have to go to like you know like a, an acting seminar specifically for rubber face men. Like if you're listening, John Cena. First of all, don't beat me up. Um, second of all, you can beat Britain up. Um, yeah, that's fine. Uh, third of all. Give Ernest a shot. You might be able to. You might be able to do something here. Like at least give the voice a try. And if that if that works, if you because I can definitely see him in the uh, the janitors out yeah. there and everything. But if that works, please convince people to do uh, to do uh, Ernest P. Worrell and the Chamber of Secrets yeah. and Ernest P. Worrell and the Sorcerer's Stone. Like, or, or or make it legally distinct. Uh, so you can just, you know, Ernest goes to magic land. Yeah. <laughs> Ernest finds the magic rock. Yeah. Ernest finds the magic room. <laughs> er Ernest finds the... Ernest finds the... Magic prisoner. The the, the magic fugitive. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Ernest finds the magic cup. It's Goblet of Fire. Uh, what's the third? Uh, the, the fifth one is um, Order of the Phoenix. Uh... uh Ernest finds the magic bird. Yes. Um, let's see. The sixth one is the Half-Blood Prince. Uh, Ernest and the Mixed Breed. <laughs> uh, Ernest and the Mutt. And <laughs> the last one is uh, the Deathly Hallows. And we can say, you know, Ernest, uh, Ernest wins. <laughs> Ernest dies. <laughs> Ernest goes to hell. I would watch the shit out of that movie. <laughs> You fool! You finally come down to the pit of eternal torment. Yeah, it wasn't on purpose. <laughs> well, who's this big, this big goat horn fella? <laughs> who's this big side of beef? <laughs> you want to get rough and tumble? I've been known to uh... rumble in my day. <laughs> oh, oh! 
You dare be so insolent around the Prince of Darkness? Prince. <laughs> you know, the first Prince of Darkness I saw <laughs> was my late husband, Ethel, or Edgar, God rest his soul. I remember when the Prince of Darkness first came out in the, <laughs> in the <laughs> garden. <laughs> You were a snake then, and you're still a snake now. <laughs> that that implies that Auntie Nedna is Lilith. <laughs> yes. Uh, a whole earnest Bible would be. Oh my God! Like. Uh, I, I, I almost feel this is like crossing some line. It, it, it's it, if it, it, it's it does seem like it, like it, it's, but it, you know, part of me is still like, uh, all right, Abel, let's uh, <laughs> let's go for a walk. Like, don't be wrong. The, the the yeah, the spiritual side of me is like, ooh, let's back away from this. Yeah, the storyteller in me is yeah. saying. There are so so much potential here, and the comedian in me is saying, "Let's see how far we can go with this." I, I, I think if we if we stick to the Old Testament, we won't step on enough you know, too many feet. I, I guess that's fair. Um, I like he's not Moses; he's just following Moses. Yeah, you know, <laughs> or eh, like he he extinguishes the burning bush, <laughs> or uh, ooh, saved you there, <laughs> so he kills God. <laughs> I, I, well, I guess say, I guess that, I guess I, God isn't just fire. I don't think he. I don't think he kill, I think he just puts God out. <laughs> so even even God has a beef with her. That's why he goes to hell. Yeah, like uh, the, 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 it does beg the question: Who Ernest is in his grand design? <laughs> like you know how uh, the Matrix had that Agent Smith. Yeah. That you know was unbound from their <laughs> logic, and like even the arch architect couldn't control him yeah, anymore. Like it was just one of those. Well, this is something that that we 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 actually need help. Like it's an aberration in the system. Like that is what Ernest is. <laughs> like it was just something that it, it, Ernest represents uh, an inevitability of sorts. <laughs> That's impossible. I think you mean inevitable. <laughs> That's Matrix Three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that is like. It's funny to think of Ernest as this thing that is not bound by any... He's not bound by space or time. <laughs> He's not bound by history. He just is. He was wandering the desert for for 40 years. Like, Ernest is less of a person and more of a phenomenon. Like... He's on the Ark wearing a wearing a raincoat. <laughs> well, the weather started getting rough, that's for sure. <laughs> hey, you leave those... Okay, you guys, leave the unicorns alone. <laughs> or, uh... Like, oh, I think I forgot the dinosaurs. Ah. Oh, yeah. There's more where that came from. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty big. They could survive. <laughs> Again, he's wearing a, a bright yellow rain slicker, hey, hey, while literally everybody else is wearing... He, he looks like the Gordon Fisherman. Yeah, and everyone else is wearing cloth and everything. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh my gosh, the possibilities of... Wait, all, like the biblical Ernest? Like, I, I, like I said, I almost don't want to explore it, but it's like, there are so many fun routes to go with this. Oh my god, yeah. Oh my goodness, like, all these... Like, David and Goliath only... Yeah. Like, oh jeez. 
I don't even have to. I don't even have to set up scenes. I can just no. You just say David and Goliath with, with Ernest. <laughs> I think that's how they did all the Ernest movies. All right. Uh, Trolls with Ernest. Yeah. Christmas with Ernest. Yeah. Jail with Ernest. Yeah. Basketball. <laughs> blood. Yeah. Blood diamonds with Ernest. <laughs> I wish I was making that one up. Uh, <laughs> oh man, like there, there are a lot of uh. What, was he in the army? Yes. He was in the we army. We haven't seen that one. Um, we have, like, we have, I think we have almost all of them. I remember we got you, like, the, the box uh, set and everything it, like it that. It wasn't all of them in the box set. But I think we, we, I think we've tracked down most of them at this point. Yeah. Um, and we've also seen way more episodes of the show than... Than is recommended. <laughs> like, at this point, our, our podcast should just be all about earnest, or the importance of being earnest. Because we talk about... <laughs> Like, we have, dear listeners, yeah. we have recurring themes, if you haven't noticed, in a lot of our episodes. <laughs> like, Ernest pops up a lot in our episodes. It, 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 he does, because he's such a dynamic character that you can do so much with. And the funny thing is, so many people watching this might not even know who Ernest is. Yeah, if, like, if you don't know who he is, look up Ernest P. Whirl. I, I showed... Uh, I talked about it with the younger generation uh, when, oh, I was yeah. in, when I was in school, and they didn't know who Ernest was. And I even showed them a picture, and I think a lot of them didn't know who he was. No shit. And I'm like, that's sad, like, because this is someone I grew up with, and it was, it was a goof that was, uh, not mean-spirited, but also... Not too kid, not yeah. too much in the kid direction, but not too much in a mean direction. Like it, it was a, just it, it, it was just a, a show or a movie that that just took as much as they could to explore a certain character. It was just almost innocent fun. Yeah. Um, with with a little bit of an edge, mm -hmm. just enough of an edge that uh, like I saw somebody die in an Ernest movie. That was the uh, the blood diamond one. Oh yeah, yeah, had decapitated. The, yeah, it was a decapitation in an earnest movie. Yeah, you didn't see the head actually come off a person, but it was heavily implied. Yeah, it, you know, the guy screamed and then he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it, there was screaming and then there was the ceasing of screaming. Then there was a. <laughs> <laughs> Though I I think the the darkest. Uh, Ernest uh, or Jim Varney movie was uh, Doctor Otto. Yeah, I'd say in the uh, quote-unquote Ernest universe. Yeah. Because um, it, it, it the Ernest verse. It it has to be part of his universe because he he's at the end. Yeah. Um. So like he wouldn't have put that in there if he didn't want this to be considered part yeah. of the Ernest canon. And also the Ernest TV show has Doctor Otto in it. It does. Um. So Ernest and Doctor Otto, there it's all canon and. Dr. Otto, I'd say, is almost an earnest movie for adults. Yeah. It, it is... It, it's not a full-on, like, uh... I, I would say it's still rated PG. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, probably on the harder end of PG. But it is a... It, it's definitely one that I don't think kids would appreciate uh, as much as an adult audience. Yeah. Because it's... There are so many funny things that it's just... No, no, this this isn't written for a kid mindset. This mm -hmm. is written for an adult who wants to relive almost a more innocent type of movie. Yeah, and Ernest isn't even the main character. No, no, it's Dr. Otto and his shit-heel brother. Dr. Otto isn't even the main character. Yeah, it's a shit-heel brother. Yeah. Uh, I don't no, know. I don't think it was even his... Was he the brother? Yeah, he Were was... Were they separated at birth? Yeah, they are separated at birth, and that's why Dr. Uh, Otto was so, was so mean. 
because um, he got all the the good. And I don't even remember his name because that's how unimportant he was yeah. to me. He hasn't come <laughs> back in the show he or any of the movies, uh, but Doctor Otto has. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. I think that's the first time I've ever, ever yawned on Mike. I don't think it is, but uh, we bleep uh, them out usually. <laughs> I, we have to bleep this one out. Just oh beep. Excuse me. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. That was the first time I ever beeped on Mike before. <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> Although people will be like, "Did he fart? Is that what that was?" No. No, it was a beep. He yawned. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I think we've explored Ernest, uh, as, as much as we can right uh, now. At least in this film. So, it's funny, like, you said at the beginning that it was, it was tough for you to, uh, it was tougher for you to be, or it's harder to make Ernest in this second film. And yeah. yet, we, we, we found put him a in way, there. and it was glorious. <laughs> him just being a piece of shit. Him, to, to, to this, I guess, this un two monsters being an asshole to each other. Him riding around on a broom to tie a snake <laughs> in the knots is, or I'm sorry, a mop to tie a snake yeah. in the knots is the, a snake in the knots is the funniest concept I can really think of. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, uh, that's great. I, uh, do, do we have any more, anything else to say uh, about this? Not, nothing that comes to mind. Um, I will say that, uh, I guess I do have one last thing, maybe, before yeah. we, uh, wrap it up. Um, I, I'm gonna try not to do these, uh, every other week, because I want to put, you know, every now and again some separation between, yeah. uh, them. I want this to be, like, maybe every four weeks or every three weeks, you know, something that I, I... Uh, the, the Harry Potter ones. Yeah, the Harry Potter ones. Um, but, uh, other than that, um, like, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna try to make it to the end. Uh, of the Harry Potter uh, yeah, I don't see. saga. I don't see why not. Are, are you going to do the uh, Amazing Beasts th as no, well? No, I haven't seen the movies or read the books and it just... No, oddly enough it just doesn't interest me. It's like, you know, I found the thing I liked and I read it and I was like alright, that, that's fine. That, that's enough. The, Fair enough. To me, the the story is closed and, you know, that's all. That's all I need for it. Alright. Um, yeah. But I will say that uh, hopefully... Uh, I can try to do some more series after this, uh, maybe. Uh, there's lots of series out there to explore. There are. Um, but I also want to find some, like, maybe my next pick is going to be a really, really, really shitty movie. Yeah. Uh, well, it, well, you, you did the Harry Potter series. I'm going to find, I'm going to find a series to make you watch. Okay. Um, and I'm kind of curious what, uh. What is a series that Britain likes to watch? And now that I think about it, like, you probably like a lot of them that I do, like Ghostbusters. Yeah. And, uh... I like half of them. Yeah. Because I don't like, uh, well, I guess, I guess I didn't like Afterlife too much. And And, and the, uh, the 2016 was just okay. It was, it was just, just, yeah, it was just right in the middle, like, it's okay. It's... It's fine. It's... <laughs> It's passable, but not really worth the second watch. Uh, which we've already, we have seen it twice. We yeah, saw we the extended edition. Yeah, we have. And it's actually, you know, just stick to the regular. Yeah. But yeah. I, there's another Afterlife, uh, or another one in the Afterlife. The yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think what other, like, like you like Jurassic Park, but you yeah. only like the first one, really. Ah, uh, yeah. The first one's probably the best. Oh, uh, the, uh, the, uh, Pretty much, I like 
All of them but the third. Yeah, that... That takes on a completely different... Like, you have to go into that knowing it's shit. Yeah. Which I didn't the first time. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to... I, I think that is that is worth watching again, just to just to see how bad it is. Uh, when I was at McMurdo, right before I came home, um, I was only at McMurdo for a day, but... Uh, yeah. Uh, they, um, Jurassic Park 3 was on, and I was like, fuck it, uh, let's, you know, I might as well watch this, I'm killing time. Yeah. And, like, I saw maybe, like, half an hour of it before I was like, I gotta turn this off. This is awful. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> but, you know, I wasn't able to riff, and that, that definitely severely limits how much I enjoy a movie. Why couldn't you riff? Um, well, because I was in, like, the, the common room and everything, and this wasn't the poll, this was McMurdo, so oh. it was just uh, yeah, a bunch of people who just gotten off work, and they were exhausted, laying there, trying to just unwind, and here I am. Looks like that's dinosaur pee, huh? Huh? How's <laughs> that, stranger? Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, cause I like a lot of series, a lot of weird series, and there's yeah. movie series I haven't even seen that I want to see more of, like, uh, like I've seen the first two Planet of the Apes movies, the classic ones, Yeah. but I'm like, I know that there, the rest of them- a lot of them. <laughs> like, I wouldn't even go into the new ones, I would just be like, alright, I want to see the third one where they go to Earth, like, yeah. present day Earth, and then there's a fourth one, and then there's a fifth one, yeah. Battle for the Planet of the Apes, and it's like, I, I kind of want to, I, I haven't seen these, I want to explore these. Supposedly there's, uh, I think there was a sequel to the 1980s The Fly. Yes. Uh, that star, I think, The Sun, of The Fly. Yeah, I think it's Eric Stoltz as The Sun. No, oh, scary. Um, yeah, terrifying. Um, <laughs> he could have been Marty McFly. Yeah, but he wasn't. He was just regular fly. <laughs> very good. Thank you. Very thank good. you, everybody. Very thank good. you. Um, I've seen, uh, unless it's not Eric Stoltz and I completely just made a <laughs> shitty joke for no reason. But uh, I saw... Michael J. Fox. I saw, like, the last half hour of it, I think. Uh, I was on TV one time. And oh, I was, yeah? And I was like, this isn't very good. But I am willing to give it another chance because I was, like, 19 when I saw it. Okay. And I yeah. think the fly came... I, the fly version I had on DVD, I think, came with both of them, and I just said, "No, I'm not watching part two. Uh, really? I think it did. I might, I might be full of shit. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. So, yeah, I. There's lots of movies that I want to watch and explore that I haven't seen, especially um, one of the things I've been doing lately uh, is watching some Cisco Niebert stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, and. To kind of get a little bit of like, all right, if we ever do our like, if we ever want to do like a movie review thing, like this is kind of the groundwork I want to do it. Yeah. Um, not the podcast, but like an actual film thing where we talk about movies and stuff. Yeah. Um, and looking at them go through like the worst of like 1996 and 1997, I'm kind of like, yeah, I want to see some of these now. These, these seem uh, these seem awful, and I, I like that. Like the Jackal. You know, the starring, Jackal. Starring uh, uh, Bruce Willis. Oh God. Uh, yeah, and I'm like. Oh, I saw like two minutes. I'm like, okay, you sold me, uh, Cisco and Ebert. Like, okay, I want to see this. Also, they they granted uh, one of them granted the worst movie of like 1997 was uh, Jungle to Jungle. Ooh, that was really bad. Yeah, and I'm like, ooh, we have Disney Plus, we can watch it. Yeah, that was uh, that was Tim Allen. Yeah, that was Tim Allen. That was it in the weird, the weird 90s kids movies that were. Uh, it also kind of geared towards adults. It was, 
it was a weird time because Disney at that time had just released, uh, recently released the Santa Claus, yeah. which was a big hit. Oh yeah, a huge hit, and Tim Allen starred in that. So I think they, uh, they they saw this similar movie um, uh, from a French movie from like the year before about a. Uh, same thing. A, a guy finds he has a son, uh, and he takes yeah. him to Paris, and the kid just runs around because he's like native or something or, or feral, huh. and he's climbing the the uh, Eiffel Tower and everything like that. And they saw that and like, we can do that, and they made that into uh, Jungle to Jungle. And I'm like, I guess they were just hoping that the the bankability of Tim Allen was enough to pull this crap together. I, I think this is this is probably uh, the movie that th this is probably the, the movie that came right before Tim Allen fired his agent. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if he fired his agent, but, he but did. I, would <laughs> I would imagine he did. He's like, all right, guys, what's going on? You got I'm Jerry Seinfeld now. <laughs> like, <laughs> you got me Santa Claus. That was good. I was great in it. People love me. But what I followed up with? Jungle the Jungle! Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh... I think there was another bad Tim Allen movie from around that time. Wait, like, wasn't there, like, one where he, he's a dog? The Shaggy... The Shaggy DA, I think. Yeah, something something like that. I remember it was, it was a... It was a Disney Channel... Or a Disney movie, you know, uh -huh. they played on ABC because, you know, ABC and Disney yeah, go together, so... And what, what was the other... Like, Christmas with the Cranks? Yeah, that was well. They, yeah, things just started things things started petering out, you know, after a while. But yeah, um, Santa Claus was him showing that because he he had Santa Claus and he had uh, Toy Story. Yeah, and it's like oh, his stars on the rise. Also, Home Improvement. And, you know, yeah, massively funny show. Everyone loved it. Stars mm -hmm. on the rise, and then like it just you know, I'm not saying his like his his star is fading. I'm just saying that. He started starring in movies that were kind of not shitty. Yeah, like yeah, we had our Christmas with the Cranks. We had our Santa Claus Three, you know. <laughs> yeah, and I forget. I think there's a Santa Claus series now. Yeah, and um, which I saw a little. I saw a trailer, and I'm like, this looks like shit. Mainly yeah. because he's like, I don't want to be Santa Claus anymore. <laughs> and it's like, why don't you just give the suit to somebody else? Like, like, I, or do they kill him at the end? I, like, it must be a blood sacrifice. Like, it, the the thing. Oh, here, here's the thing. I'm stuck on Jerry Seinfeld being Santa Claus. <laughs> I have some convictions here. <laughs> I feel conflicted, but I'm still gonna give you guys presents. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I, I, I'd be I, like, I, he wouldn't be. Maybe he wouldn't like it, but. Nah, I think he would. I think, I, I think Jerry Seinfeld's a funny guy. Yeah, I think, I think he would he'd embrace it, it yeah. you know, despite his differences. I think he would. I think that he would make it the one of the most unique Santa Clauses ever because he would be very over the top, but also and almost in a winking way. You know, I, I, he, take the toys. I don't make them. I don't own them. They're yours. You know, I, like he he uh, he he does over-the-top Christmas things thinking that's what people who celebrate Christmas do yeah it's it, I I think it would I think he would nail it I think he would be yeah. like in on the he would kind of do it in a way that proves that he's in on the joke yeah. you know and he was just like like say what you want about b-movie yeah he knew it was a ludicrous movie yeah. and that's kind of what makes me like b-movie I, I it wasn't bad it was odd but it, it wasn't bad yeah I I enjoyed it because it was odd yeah like, it's as as many many of you 
uh, viewers and listeners know, and Britain definitely does. I do. I'm a hard man to please when it comes to entertainment. Um, you're but, you're a hard, but on the on on the other hand, you're also a very simple person to please as well yeah, at times. I want one thing. <laughs> I want to be entertained, and I know that's the problem. Is that's a very very vague way to describe yeah. it. Um, so yeah, I would be uh, like. I would be okay with seeing something like B-Movie because it's not good, but it's strange, and it's doing just enough to be entertaining. Um, now, the uh, uh, the Vanishing, that movie with the, um, the Lighthouse Keepers... Oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, that go was on. was just rotten and awful yeah. because there was nothing entertaining about it. But you would laugh at a movie... That was nothing but a an hour and a half of a kid crying over the grave of a dog. I don't know if I'd laugh the entire movie. <laughs> Not the entire movie. Like after a while, the, the joke ends. <laughs> ah, maybe maybe it's a bunch of different kids. Like there's a line of kids, just different kids. Like, <laughs> You're telling all, me that's not funny. <laughs> they're they're all like they all knew this dog. There's a conga line of kids coming to mourn a grave. Like, yeah. that's a ludicrous concept. Yeah, but you know, you're, that's not why you're laughing. <laughs> I think the funniest part is whenever I see something. Uh, like I think it was last year. Yeah. Um, I, I put on this like really sad on Disney Plus. This really sad like short from like 19 like. 30 where like the kids miserable and crying in the rain and it's cold no no that's not what it was that was a that was an old cartoon i had on the server that you oh, watched okay. that you put on and it was just a it was an orphan kid walking around in the snow so here's the thing i want to point out i didn't laugh at that Britain laughed at that, but he laughed because he knew i was about to laugh at it and you and if in and you were. Yeah. I, you, I think you were holding it in. I, I was sitting here watching and I was just like, oh, I can I can feel it bubbling because it's not the fact that somebody's in misery that makes me laugh. Well, it's a little bit of that. Well. But I think it's, if you go over the top with misery, yeah. like to me, it's like, all right, this is almost parody at this point. This yeah. is ridiculous. Which makes me wonder why you were not, it makes me wonder why you weren't a huge, huge fan of those little Lulu cartoons. Oh, because... Because they were so depressing. Uh, I think, you know what the funny thing is, I think that had a, a, a darker part to my humor than anything. Yeah. Because everything else on that tape I had was hilarious. Like, yeah. well... As hilarious as a Bugs Bunny cartoon can be. Like, I I think I had the same tape. I think I, I think they sold it at the dollar store. Yeah, that's probably, like, I know my grandmother gave it to me. My, mine too. And um, I, I remember watching it. Everything else was funny, so yeah. I, I think what happened was this really sad, dark thing where she thinks she kills a bird and they're holding a bird funeral for not, it. Not just a bird funeral. Uh, there was a bird funeral procession. Like, you would have thought this bird was royalty. <laughs> and... Um, and she's like grieving the whole time and crying yeah, and yeah. it was so sad and disturbing for me on this tape where everything else was funny yeah. that I think it warped my mind to say maybe this is funny I, 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 I saw that same exact thing and I didn't watch it a second time I watched it because it was like it was. I, I it's had one a, of the last. Uh, one of the last. It was ones the last too. one. It was, and it was for completion. Like, I, not every time I watched it, but most of the time, I would be like, I have to be brave and watch this. And I would watch it, and then I'd try to find the humor in some of the scenes because <laughs> it's a cartoon. Yeah. 
And I'm like, that's <laughs> fine. He, he's actually alive at the end, even though the mother's crying over her child. <laughs> like, it's fine. He's okay. Everything's fine. You know, me, when I was like four or six, when I saw this, I was like, No, I was 15. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, I was like, hmm, this is deeply unpleasant. I won't be watching this a second time. Like, you burnt your finger on the stove and said, I'm not doing that again. Yeah. Me, I found the humor in it. <laughs> like, you didn't like those fingers to begin with. Like, it's it hurts, but it's really fun. it's, it's funny that it does. I have to be it has to be funny or else it hurts too much. It hurts, but I have to be brave. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know that might explain why I like to you know, I like to hurt myself some punch uh, my feet and everything. Yeah, I know. I'm doing it right now. Yeah, I know you are. I taught my niece how to do this. Did you? Yeah, just when I was there last time. Why? That's terrible. Huh? Maybe I shouldn't have done that. She uh, didn't- she did she stopped. She, she only did it once. Uh, I don't get it. Like, what- why don't you get? You're punching your foot. Yeah, but it's why- funny. Why do I do that? Because you're brave. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On that note, we got way yeah, off I topic know. here. Holy we, shit. Jeez. Uh, we- this was therapy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on that note, though, um, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Uh, I know at least in this room, uh, I, I might hold an unpopular opinion to say that this- I like this movie better than the first one. Uh, even though it didn't have the, uh, as many of the teachers in it, I- I did think, uh, I did like that it kind of went with the story as quickly as possible rather than having to wait to establish these characters. I guess that's fair. Like uh, I do see in that l that light, and um, I w I will say that I actually do like a lot of aspects of it better than the first one. Though I think the first one to me uh, maybe is just like, all right, it's where everything starts. It's the beginning of the journey, yeah. and there's something about that I really enjoy. Uh, yeah, with, with not just this series, but lots of series. Maybe I just don't like kids. Yeah. Um, though this 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 movie had. Uh, Gilderoy Lockhart, who's one of my favorites, um, just perfectly yeah. played, like just a, just a fantastically over the top character, and I love it. So, um, now if you're if you're a fan of the series, check it out. If you're not, then you have to really petition because we can get an earnest version of this, and yeah. we can make it so ridiculously silly yeah. that all the all the things that you don't like about the movie have just been washed away because now it's Ernest being a goof. Yep. So I think that'll do it. Uh, take it easy, everybody. Uh, too low. That'll hold a little SOPs.